0: It's my theme music. Every a good hero,
1: it's your some. Shout out to my little friend!
2: killing me, Smalls. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I am Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to but we got a special guest in the building for a running back, right, Alec? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, riding shotgun in the drive-in podcast. We got one of our dear friends. He is an award-winning journalist, amazing storyteller, all-around cool a uncle. He gets the Kool-A uncle award. Now, we have to talk about his choices as far as sports teams are concerned because he is a Bama (laughs) fan. And... He loves stuff that come out of Boston. Who knew? <laughs> it is the one, the only Chris. Hold on, people. Put your hands together. Chris, hold
1: on.
3: You went into that intro, and I'm like, man, they got somebody else really awesome on there. <laughs> this. <is great>.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: hey, Chris, we always going to show you
3: love, man. I no, we appreciate you, you coming hey, in, brother. So so I'm a block away from the Washington National Stadium, and the streets are crawling with Red Sox fans because today is the last day of the season. It's a big game down here. I'm, I'm oh here gosh. on assignment. I'm here on assignment for NBC, and uh, I, I see nothing but my fellow mass holes walking around with That's Red nice. Sox stuff all That's around. That's nice.
2: Yeah. You got great taste in baseball teams. Let me just get that <laughs> right there. Great taste Thank in baseball teams.
3: The rest, uh, we don't
2: know. But not so yeah, much, yeah, yeah. No. As far as football is concerned, no. <laughs> They're on college ball. Uh, but <laughs> uh, We brought Chris in because we're doing a classic 1997's Goodwill Hunting.
3: On the campus of one of America's leading universities.
0: There is a problem on the main hallway chalkboard. Took, took my colleagues and I more than two years to prove I'm hoping that one of you might prove it by the end of the semester.
3: The most gifted mind to ever enter its classrooms...
0: This is correct. Who did this? ...is the person who cleans its floors. I just need the name of this guy who works in my building. Got this job through his P.O. You can call him. P.O.? Parole officer.
3: Meet Will Hunting.
0: I've been looking over this rap sheet of yours. Assault. Theft. Resisting. I've spoken to the judge, and he's agreed to release you out my supervision.
1: Really?
0: You have to meet with a therapist every week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good!
3: For the first time in his life, he's about to
0: meet his match. How many shrinks you go to before me? Five. Well, this boy's genius is unparalleled. I need someone who can get through to him. Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. Let's let the healing begin.
2: Oh, truth be told, this right here, for a big part of my life, this is my favorite movie of all time. Like if wow. you ask you asked me, this was my number one. And like I'm a black kid from Mississippi, but when I saw <laughs> the but when I saw this film, like it was so specific that I felt like it was universal. Like yeah. I just felt like I knew these guys. I grew up with these guys. I was one of these guys at one point in my life. Like I really loved this film and I really thought it would be cool to bring Chris in since like this is his world. Uh, Chris, when you saw
3: this, what did you think of this film? Same thing, same thing. It's been my favorite movie for more than twenty years, and I was living in Mississippi. You know, when when we first met, I moved to Mississippi in nineteen ninety six, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it it came. Th- th- they started running promos, and I wasn't really sure what it was about. And of course, Affleck and Damon were unknown, and um, all I was hoping for as somebody from the hub of the universe as we call it <laughs> was was a good movie of and from boston because up until that point there was never a good movie out of boston i i remember they shot like a movie called blown away there about a bomb squad it was terrible mm-hmm. every movie that has had anything tangentially about it so i was just rooting for that and i went to go see it with some friends there up there at north park and um I, it just, it just, it really, really sp- touched me and spoke to me and uh, I've loved it for more than 20 years. And my brother and I speak to each other in good, goodwill hunting ease. We, we, we use <laughs> quotes all the time. I mean, it's either that or dumb and dumber. Right. And, and people like my wife, my wife will look at me and she'll go. Uh, Is that from a movie or something? I'll say yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, so that so it it it, I feel the exact same way, and I really appreciate you having me. I Alex, tell me
2: your first thoughts when you first saw this film. Yeah, well, I was coming in late to the game, so it was like, um, when I saw the film, first of all, I'm a fan of the Boston lingo, the dialect (laughs) from Boston, (laughs) you know, the Boston, Boston, the whole. You know, go down to the Gower. and all that stuff—it it was like it was so dope because you know, before I saw this, I saw um, movies like Departed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or or uh, what's another?
3: The, the Boston town. Boston strong. Oh, the town was strong. Myst- yeah. Mystic yeah. River was surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
2: so you see films like that, and it get so when you go back and see what actually started this whole movement as far as Boston culture. It's like oh that's dope so they really do talk like that and it's like and they and they just is but it's that coming of age and like you guys said you see yourself in that whole crew you you're going to identify with somebody in that crew be it uh Ben Affleck's character be it, uh what's the guy that was sitting in the back seat crying for the cheeseburger um Chuck Chucky
3: or uh, Chuck- uh, uh, uh uh Casey Affleck
2: yeah Casey yeah. Morgan, yes. Morgan.
3: It, yeah. yeah, so you have you
2: have all those different characters going on, you know, the guys that go and pick a fight. Everybody got that in their crew. So you see and identify with all of them. Now, Lamont said he was like, oh, yeah, I saw myself in it. So I don't know if Lamont was good with the math like that. He probably was the one <laughs> that went uh, <laughs> no, and did, did the math problems. He was the smart kid in the back. Just didn't want to be bothered. I get it, Lamont. I mean, you're <laughs> smart, bro. No, you're I wasn't smart. that. I wa- wasn't that smart at all. But I feel like, I feel like the math in this movie is like football or like right. journalism or like whatever you're good at. I feel like it's the thing. I feel like any kid that's been in a situation and wants to do better in life, that's what it stands for. Mm. So I feel like a lot of kids. There's a lot of good out there, and then there's a lot of Chucky's. And I feel like at some point in your life, you're either either Will or you're Chucky, and you just gotta figure it out. And I just feel like this, like the math, yeah, I couldn't add, but like this movie, (laughs) I know it just, it just really, it just really spoke to me because I feel like at some point in my life, I was Will, and some point I'm the Chucky guy saying, you know, if you're still here, you know, in ten years, I'll kill you. Like, like I really dug that part. Their relationship—you rarely see two friends. With that type of relationship on, on, on a movie. Like it's never that pure like that. Like Chucky will like there's one line when Robert Williams goes, Chucky will run out in traffic for you. And I felt like like he to have a friend like that, that's pretty dope. Yeah. But again, this movie, it cost 10 million to make, it made 250 million in the box office. Right. Like, yeah, it it was a it was a big hit. And guess who the studio wanted? Guess who they wanted to play Chucky
3: and Will? It who was uh, it was DiCaprio. Yes. And Brad Pitt? Yes, they wanted to. The the Cap- what? Pitt. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah,
2: like, I don't know how, I, I don't know how this, how do you think this movie would have went with those two guys? You go, what if another universe in another <laughs> yeah. universe? It,
3: it, 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 it would have put too much pressure on it. You know what I'm saying? Because because these two guys were unknowns, I think it had low expectations. Right. You know? Yes. And I mean, you have
2: the only true top biller you had was Robin Williams in this. Right. Like everybody else were, you know, you knew them from yeah. some points, but they weren't like Robin Williams famous. So, right. yeah. So when you go in, it's a pleasant surprise to see these guys bringing this heat especially with you know anybody can play you know do the old you know jack around being young and whatever but the emotional parts of this was so strong like who thought that uh matt damon would just break down and make you break down when hearing the phrase not your fault
0: look at me son it's not your fault It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. Mm. I know. It's not your fault. All right? It's not your fault. It's not your fault. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. (laughs) It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me, all
2: right? Don't fuck with me, Sean, not
0: you. It's not your fault.
2: (laughs) Bro, you keep repeating it's not your fault, I'm going to punch you in your face. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) And you crying like Bobby Boucher. You know, it's like, (laughs) it was so strong, you know, to see that. And I could only imagine if I saw that in the 90s, I probably would have worked harder in school, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Robin just brings it in every scene, especially the scenes with him and Damon. Like those are just really, yeah. really strong. And then you have my guys, That's the like Professor Lambo, and that's, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Eric Nor- Skarsberg. Skarsberg.
2: yeah, Eric Norman's dad from True Blood. But that's right. where i from. But uh, he just reminds me of every creepy professor I had at Jackson State <laughs> <laughs> that was hidden on the hidden on these. On the ones. right? You're right, yeah. the, under, the, the underclassmen. So so you unless know. you want to
3: have a drink with me tonight.
2: Like, right yeah come on, yeah. Like, come that, on that bro that didn't age well but it was true for the time like it re- it really was yeah so what are some of your favorite parts of this movie chris what did you really uh, uh, wait and that way i got a question specifically for you how boston is this movie how true to this movie
3: of like the culture and the time is it okay so it's it's very it's very spot on especially the way that Will and Chucky and Sean are from South Boston. So Mm -hmm. the movie, a lot of the movie was apparently shot in Toronto, at least the uh, interior scenes or whatever. But all of the South Boston stuff from the L street tavern uh, and some of the other locations are, are, are authentic. And the South end is just a very insular close knit Irish Catholic neighborhood. And uh, not so much today, but 20 years ago, it still was. And so the the whole aspect of these blue collar, rough and tumble kids who got in fights with Italian kids in kindergarten um, it, it is very, very spot on. And so, uh, it, t- truthfully, the most distracting thing about it was for and and excuse me for saying anything negative about robin williams because the <laughs> guy was a legend and he carried the movie and, and his accent was the only thing that i found distracting in the whole movie because mm. it's so hard to do even for the best actor you know in the, on the planet that's why i think affleck and damon were so important to it because you know at least for people from boston you know uh, uh, dicaprio or uh, they would have they would have butchered the whole accent and it would have been distracting for somebody like me. Right. But, but the the locations, the whole concept of, you know, they got some permission to shoot around Harvard, which usually isn't, I I read a thing today that said John Lithgow had to reach out and uh, help get them some permission to shoot on at Harvard a little bit. Um, It's very, that's one of the things why it hit me because I was living in Mississippi at the time. Uh, I was homesick. I was away from home and it was like, okay, this is it. This is real, you know, and uh and yeah. so I, I found it to be real spot on.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, what did you think, Alex? Did you really like enjoy the bossiness of it? I mean, dude, I mean I'm not a Patriot fan, I'm not <laughs> a Sox fan. But like like I said earlier, it's it's the whole thing of we can talk about being different be it from economic standards be it from racial standards but there's always a common area that's gonna hit home for you and and that's the thing with with this film you you see you see that every day you know that that economic load the ones that you know the middle lower class and how we handle things and how and then you got the upper echelons that look down on you, but then when they see they can get something out of you, they bring you into their world and then you're like a bull in the china shop breaking stuff and they're like, okay, that's okay, just don't move, just do what I want you to do. And and, But you see yourself in that and it just crosses all type of barriers that you can be like, oh man, like, yeah, I get it. I mean, you can go anywhere if your talent allows you and yeah. it doesn't really matter. So the whole being that is Boston really didn't affect it as much for me. It was more so it showed me a hood in Boston can be a hood in Mississippi uh-huh. can be yeah. a hood in California, can be a hood in in South Dakota. And we don't get yeah. nothing that go on in South Dakota. But yeah. still it's the common ground that Hey, we're just trying to make it through life, and if we see one of ours got an opportunity to make it out and do something better, we're going to push them. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that we're not going to try to keep them in that area. And I love that about this film. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. uh
3: You you know what I was gonna say that they did really well too is and and being there, this really hit. Being from there really hit me. Was the scenes where, like, when Will is on the red line subway going out to Bunker Hill Community College, uh-huh. or when they're when they're, dr- they're just driving the hoopty, right? Um, yeah. it, it really conveyed the sense of they were traversing different worlds. For him to go from Southie over to Cambridge, where you know Skyler went to school, for for him to go out to. At one point, he asked if they could meet. Um, at the professor's office because coming over to Lembo's was really uh, uh, inconvenient for him. Uh-huh. I appreciated that fact that they they kind of let it, let the scenes breathe a little bit of just showing um, movement, of showing transportation uh, to show that that coming out of his neighborhood was kind of uh, time-consuming and a burden for him, too. Mm.
2: I love that because even when you look at movies, certain movies, just one famous movie, uh, he where they yeah. have no, like L.A. traffic's not a thing in this movie. On this one, it shows you, like, the passage <laughs> right. behind it. Like, right. like it, it doesn't just cut it right to it, you're right. And I think that does add to the real, the realism of
3: it, for sure. And, and the, brooding, the brooding music, the soundtrack is so, like, moody and low-key. kind of play that kind of uh instrumental whatever over these scenes and it just shows you that it's like it's time consuming it's angst ridden almost so i I done that yeah yeah it
2: like it's it's just re- really strong in in every every aspect I think one of the one of the I'm a I don't know I'm a shot I'm a shot snob but mm. there's there's this one scene and we're gonna talk when we get to best scenes, but I just want to hit you guys with it now. The uh, When they're in Sean's office, Eddie's talking about the baseball game. He clocks it, you know.
0: High five on the left field line. 35,000 people on their feet. Yelling at the ball, but that's not because Fisk, he's waving at the ball like a madman. Yeah, get, <laughs> get over, get right. over, get over. And then it hits a foul pole. Oh, he goes eight shit and thirty-five thousand fans. You know they charge the field. You know, yeah, And he's fucking bowling. Oh no! Get away! Get away! Get <laughs> away! Can you fucking believe
1: you had tickets to that fucking game? Yeah. Did you rush the field?
0: No,
2: I didn't rush the fucking field. I wasn't there. And the way they had the chairs set up like bases, and the way mm. they shot it, shot, yes. up, shot it from up top, and cross-cut it with the actual game, I just thought that was genius. I thought Gus Van did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain certain shots in this movie where he has the balls to leave the camera alone and let these dudes cook and where he has the balls to move it around. Like he just knew when to move the camera and when to leave it alone.
1: Mm. Yep.
2: So who are you guys? Now we get into our categories. Who do you guys think was the MVP of this movie?
3: Chris, we're going to let you
2: go first. Who's the MVP of this for you?
3: Okay. So I got two contenders for this and they both have the same last name. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I think I ultimately settled on Ben Affleck. How's your lady? Ah, she's gone.
0: Gone? Gone where? Uh, med school, medical school in California. Really? Yeah. What was this? It's like a week ago. Oh, that sucks. So, uh, when are you done with those meetings? Like the week after I'm 21.
2: Yeah, they gonna hook you up with a job, or what?
0: Yeah, fucking sit in a room and do long division for the next 50 years. Yeah, probably make some nice bank, though. i gonna be a fucking lab rat. Better than this shit. Way out of here. I want a way out of here for I mean, I'm gonna fucking live here the rest of my life. You know, be neighbors. You know, we'll have little kids. Fucking take them a little league together up Foley Field.
2: Look, you're my best friend, so don't take this the wrong way. In 20 years, if you're still living here, coming over my house watch the Patriots game, you're still working construction, I'll fucking kill you. That's not a threat. What? That's a fact. I'll fucking kill you.
3: Uh, but Casey was strong because he he really, I thought, brought. Uh, 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 I hate I hate to use this colloquial, but Masshole he brought this this Massachusetts towny um, uh, realism to it with, with the comic you know comic relief that he brings. My boy's wicked smart. Chuck, I had a double burger. You know yeah <laughs> uh, 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 but and, you know and he went on to become an academy Award winner or whatever so this is kind of the launch of something big but in terms of the movie, I just think that the character of Chucky is so important um and 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 Ben F like brings the realism too from being from there he's got the accent spot on uh, the 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 He's like the conciliary, right? Like, you yeah. know, if you're not of this car in two seconds, I'm, when I'm done with them, you're next, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> he, he, he's, he, he's the enforcer, and he's such, he's, he's not book smart like Will is. He knows Will better than Will knows himself. You got something, none of us. Oh, come on,
0: why, why is it always this? I mean, I fucking owe it to myself to do this that. What if I don't uh, want to?
1: No, 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 no. Fuck you, you don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me.
3: You know, we we learned that he sees that he has this ticket to get out, and he tells it. You know, we sometimes we have people in our lives who know us better than we know ourselves, and and I think that without him, um, this, this movie doesn't work. And and so I, I think I think Ben Affleck is the MVP of the movie, and you know, we kind of. You know, between Gili and some of the bombs uh. and his relationships and things like that, like we kind of make fun of him, but like he's Batman now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I just, I just think this was the launch of something huge, and I think he's kind of underrated. And and so he he was my MVP in the movie. Uh, all
2: right, cool, cool. That, I think I was looking. I looked at it again this morning, and I really think, like you said, if Chucky doesn't doesn't Tell Will it's okay. Will doesn't leave Boston, right? Like I feel like Chucky is the like the guy that pushes him. So I, I totally yeah. get that. Alex, who you got for MVP? It's a tri- trifecta. I, I feel the same way. It's like <clears throat> with with Ben's character, Chucky. If if Chucky doesn't if Chucky doesn't let go, because Matt's character, even though he's the the, the center point, he's the one that gets influenced by everybody around him. Yet he of influenced everybody because I mean, from his girlfriend to to the um to Robert Williams character, Sean, who is his mentor, to the professor that's just trying to get him to do whatever he wants to do, I think Chucky is the one that gives him liberty to be like, because he because you see it, it's like my loyalty is to the guys who was there from day one,
1: yeah,
2: so I'm not yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not moving until I get a yay or nay from them because that's where I find my peace at. I'm I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I don't have to do math problems. I can work out in this yard <laughs> with, the, with my my boys and I'll be just as content in life. Yeah. But with that 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 you know that that strong line, if you here in 10 years, man, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Like that that right there, he just launches him and he's, no, no, what it was. I'm looking forward to the day when I go to the door. I'm knock on the door and you won't be there. No goodbye, no see you later, no nothing. I'm just left. I don't know much, but I know that. That's a great line. That's a great line. <laughs> That's one of the strongest <laughs> lines is like, bro. And then later on in the film, he goes to the door. And he doesn't, and he's not there.
3: And, and, and like, the smile, oh, the smile, yeah, perfect. The yeah, and the grin.
2: smile on his face <laughs> when, when really it happens, this. yeah. So, you gotta have that character in there. So, all First, of this jumbled up world that this guy got propelled into for figuring out a problem that some of the top minds in America couldn't figure out made sense when that character did what he did. So, yeah. He's the MVP for me, man. Chucky is a dude, bro. All right. Well, I hate to disagree with both you guys, but <laughs> I I got to. My MVP is Mork from Ork. Let me just say. What? Yeah. yeah listen, every Robin? Robin. Rest in peace. But Robin. rest in peace, Robin. But he's in. Like, there's so yeah. many. There's so many scenes that I don't know. They, they hit different. The older you get, like the the scene when he's talking to Will on the bench.
0: I ask you about women you probably give me a silver set. your personal favorites. You may have even been laid a few times. But you can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. You're a tough kid. When I ask you about war, you'd probably uh, throw Shakespeare at me, right? Once more into the breach, dear friends. But
2: you've never been near one. Like, the older you get, once you've lost somebody, when you hear that scene, mm-hmm. come on, it hits you, it hits you right yeah. in the heart. Every time he's talking to guard, like, I don't... There's not a miss, even to the final scene of the movie when he's like, son of a bitch,
0: he stole my life. Yeah. Like,
2: and the fact that, like, Sean right. started, started in one place, and Will affected him. And Sean got out of his rut and decided to get out and start living his life. So mm. I feel like, and to be a role for an older guy in this movie, this was uh, this is my favorite performance by him ever in life. Sean, that, that's my dude. I buy a t-shirt. I go to all his classes. Like, that'd be my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that right, be my right, guy. Right. Who's your LVP? Least
3: viable player. Person they should have used more. Or... Lamont, I feel I, I feel terrible because I felt like I had a lot of candidates for this. Oh, um, I do too. Wow. I got plenty. I, I got. <laughs> I, I, I I sat there and I go, I could I could come up with LVPs in this all day long. Um, I, I wanted to say Stellan Skarsgård just because I hate the way he he. The more you watch this movie, the more he plays it like a Bond villain. We got to give this kid direction. He can contribute to the world and. And we can help him do that. Direction's one thing,
0: manipulation's another. All well, right? Sean. You have to let him find Sean, I'm not sitting at home every night twisting my mustache and hatching a hatching a plan to ruin this boy's life. I was doing advanced mathematics when I was when I was 18, um, and it still took me over twenty years to do something worthy of a Fields Medal. Well, maybe he doesn't want what you want. There's more to life than a fucking Fields Medal. This is too important, Sean. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I get
3: it it it, it could have been it could have been much more subtle, you know um it didn't have to be so hit you over the head that he's kind of a dick and he's really trying to use this kid you know um but i think i think i think the lvp is cole hauser yes yes billy yes why is he in the movie right he doesn't say anything he was dazed and confused before this He, he was in school ties what a waste I think it's because he has that
2: intense mean boy look. Like yeah. he's the muscle in the crew. Like right. I, I think that's the only reason why he got he he had that part. Oh, I just remember him from Higher Learn. Yeah, a, and that's yeah. that's the thing. Is like that intense look that he has on his face. It can cut through steel, bro. I'm yeah. like, that's the only reason why this dude's here because he looks so tough. But. I mean, it's one of those stories that yeah, everybody had that tough guy in the crew. So yeah, he's a, he's a tough guy. He's you know he's Alex Adley of the crew. So I like I get that. Yeah, man, I was the lover, man. I was <laughs> never the fighter. <titan>, <laughs> you got to get that right. <laughs>
3: but yeah, they could have developed him a little more. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just like because if that was the fact, Casey Affleck's character Morgan, I mean, he just took. Every time they tossed in the ball, he knocked it out.
3: Yes.
1: What's
0: gonna do? why don't you jerk off in your own fucking house, dude? That's fucking filthy. I don't think it's
2: your own house. Come on, not in my glove. I didn't use the glove at all. That's my little league glove.
1: What do you want me to do?
2: I mean, what's wrong with you? You hump a baseball glove?
3: I didn't. I I just used it for the for cleanup. I don't have a VCR at home. (laughs) (laughs) Like
2: what? Like what do you want me to do?
3: (laughs)
1: Like do do? right.
2: And and I think with that, you could say, okay, you could have just made this a trio, like these three guys, the way they bounced off each other. But then you look at Billy, and it's like, oh. They could have did more with Billy. Well, yeah. Bill he Lord, was just he... don't forget Billy came through with the car, so like yep. that, a that, that's a good Carwell. Something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good car yeah. So, motor's good.
3: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Billy came through with the web, so you gotta you gotta give him that. But you, <laughs> I, Cole Hauser, LVP, especially when you see what his career became after. Right, right, really, he's a really good actor. Either you let him do more, or you get somebody in there who you know <laughs> you don't wasn't he. Wasn't he a villain in, in one of the Fast and Furious? Yes, yes, he's a yeah, villain. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one yeah, that uh so, yeah. the, with Tyree. Yeah, Tyree's Tyree yeah, he, and uh Paul Paul Walker. Paul Walker, that, yeah. That... He was he was Eva Mendez's boyfriend, yeah. Right. So yeah, dude, dude had chops, man. They just didn't use them well. Yeah. Right. So that okay, I guess it's unanimous unanimous with the LVP. Now right. this right this right here, this is tough because there's a bunch of scenes, right? A bunch of really yeah. good scenes, oh, go but ahead. but guys, we got to narrow down to one. So, Alex, come on, what's your favorite scene, bro? I already t- well, damn. Think about not, it, because uh, I because I I want to say it, but I I got I, I can live through you. I can live vicariously through you, other, the other guys, with your your favorite your favorite uh, scenes. But the the one that I have to say, I already made mention of it, was. When Ben Affleck goes to the door, yes. and he's not there, and that not too much was said. It was the smile, and mm-hmm. then the little skip back to the car, mm-hmm. and 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 then then yeah, he gave the car to uh. Well, no, well Casey went from the back seat
3: to the front. Yeah, seat. to the front yeah. seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When so Casey so, gleefully runs to the front <laughs> right, seat.
2: run to the front seat. So it's like, <laughs> not there. We talk about. You know, everybody made transitions. Even Casey's transition from the back seat to the front seat was moving. So <laughs> yep. that scene right there is just strong. I mean, it makes like I say, I love films that pull you in, and you feel like you're a part of the film. Like, can you remember the time when you stopped having to ride in the back seat of your parents' car <laughs> and had to ride a shotgun with your Man. dad somewhere? That was important. I mean you actually knew that feeling like, oh, I'm with the big boys now. And then also, <laughs> then also, like, I don't know about you guys, but in high school, there was a pecking order of, like, who's who's driving, who's sitting shotgun, yeah. who's in the back seat. If you got right. boys that you roll with, everybody had their seat, and it didn't change. So yeah, to, to change that, that was a big deal. At least he so had four. On, yeah. Right. At least he had four dudes. Because if you had that fifth one, you had to fight <laughs> over You're like, man, I am not yeah, sitting the in hump. the eighth seat, bro. Oh, yeah. I will oh. not sitting in between two dudes, bro. No, Hate that. That goes to show. In every culture, we have so many similarities. Yeah, and 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 that's what I loved about this film. It, it just pointed out. It showed, okay, this is how we do it in our hood, and they be like, "Dang, dude, that's exactly how we did it." Yeah, so sure. don't film,
3: man. All right. Chris, here you go. Favorite as, scene. As uh, somebody who loves this movie, it's this is the hardest <laughs> question. Uh, because you could do that. You know, I, I, I thought about that scene. I thought, of, I mean, It's Not Your Fault is so iconic, right? Yeah. I mean, that it could easily be that. But I think for me, I think my favorite scene is the public garden or the, the Boston Common scene where uh, where Sean gives his soliloquy basically breaking down Will's uh, psyche. I ask you about love, probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman
0: and been totally vulnerable. Known someone that could level you with her eyes. Feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you. Who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel have that love for her be there forever through anything through cancer and you would know about sleeping sitting up in a hospital room for two months holding her hand because the doctors could see in your eyes that the terms visiting hours don't apply to you you
3: know and just uh, mm. you,
1: you,
3: you could you, if I ask you about art you can tell me everything there is to know and, and Michelangelo you probably know a lot about him but have you ever stood in the Sistine Chapel and looked up at that beautiful ceiling and i just think that that was there, so many scenes do so much heavy lifting in this movie mm. so so it really is hard to break it down but i just think that that one right there where he lets will know i know what you're doing i know what what your hang ups are and you haven't lived any life and you're not willing to to play a hand or 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 go all in on anything because you're afraid of getting hurt. Um, it, it's just so beautifully written. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think, I think that's the scene where he said, um, you've never, you, you know, you, you don't know pain until you've loved something more than you love yourself or something. Yeah. Those right. yeah. That, that I, I just think that that that's probably my favorite right there. Plus I've, you know, I, I've been there a million times. Um, now that bench is kind of, uh, a tribute to Robin Williams. As a matter of fact, mm. people go leave flowers there on his birthday and wow. stuff like that. Oh, so, wow. yeah, cool. yeah. So I, I think that's it.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. But <laughs> I think I would lighten it up a little bit. You think you can find somebody who does? We tell you you have my blessing, but I think we all know that person's not going to represent you as well as I can.
0: Will our offer is eighty four thousand dollars a year?
2: Retainer. Plus Retainer. You
0: want us to give you cash right now. Oh, easy. No, I didn't
2: say that. Allegedly, your situation for you would be concurrently improved if I had $200 in my back pocket right now.
3: Well, I don't think I, I can uh, uh Larry. I've got
0: uh, $73. Uh, will you take a check? Let me
2: tell you something. Yes, suspect. This yeah. that whole scene going back and forth, and to me, that just showed friendship. That was his boy. He would do anything yep. for him. And I, I don't know. I might be rethinking Chucky as the MVP, but I just feel like Chucky was the heart and soul of this. If Chucky doesn't do the things that he does, does Will doesn't become, but Will's going to become eventually. Yeah. So that was yeah. That was one of one of my favorite scenes. Uh, but I, shit. Well, the, well, just to just give give a nod to it, The scene that scene that you brought up was so strong that they used it in Step Brothers. You remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the montage <laughs> yeah. of uh, them going to the interview dressed in yeah. their full tuxedos, <laughs> and then when he was at the therapist.
3: I worked at a college as a janitor. Even though I feel like I'm smarter than most of the people that go there, sometimes I see an equation written on a blackboard, like half an equation. And I'll just figure it out.
1: Is this Goodwill Hunting?
2: No. Sounds a lot like the plot of Goodwill Hunting.
3: Yeah. Anyway, my best friend is Ben Affleck.
2: I mean that that scene was so strong that they even made parodies of it.
3: Yeah. That's so yeah. I mean, Retainer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't go wrong with. with are you? Are you asking? Are you asking me to give you a hundred dollars right now? Whoa! I don't know what your relationship. I don't know what your reputation is at this time.
2: <laughs> Affleck was so good in this movie, yeah. man. Right, yeah. man. He was so good. Oh man! But okay, yeah, that's So I, I got to add that as as my favorite scene. What did you guys think of? Uh, what was uh, Mini Driver? Let me tell you, my brother. Oh. My brother-in-law named his daughter Skyler after this after this movie. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of Skylers after this movie came out.
3: What did you guys think about her performance in this? I I didn't love it. I I I don't know if I just don't particularly like Minnie Driver or what it is. I just thought it was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I. I, I, I was trying to talk this through with my brother yesterday. I, I, I don't know what I don't like. I just, I, you know, my brother was kind of ripping on her about, you know, oh you go on one date, and, like you're in love. And, you know, <laughs> like, right. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I had better insight or could articulate why I don't love her. And then it's kind of, it feels like she didn't really go on to do much after this either. I just, I don't know but well, you feel like they could have got somebody that would maybe with more Boston in order to make this work. See, I feel, I feel bad because like, it's like, all right, well, if you don't like her, who do you replace her with? And then if you go somebody conventional Hollywood, then it might be distracting. Cause you're like, Oh, that's so, and so or you, you couldn't have something like you couldn't do. I'm trying to think who was popular at the time. Like, I don't think I would want Winona Ryder or somebody yeah. like that. Mm. At the same time, I mean, maybe she was perfect for it, and I just don't like her. You know yeah, I, that's, I, fair. that's fair. I, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I hate the fact that I can't, like, I'm speechless. I, I really can't put my finger on why I didn't love her in the role. Um, I mean, I quote her lines all day long, hook, hook, dunk, dunk, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm very tall, but <laughs> I just, yeah, I, 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 I just thought she did really stand out.
2: Yeah, I think she had more ups and downs. Like, one part she'll deliver as far as when she's around the guys. She
3: takes her teeth out, puts them in the glass, and she gives him a blowjob. And afterwards, Patty's like,
1: jeez, oh, now
0: that's what I've been missing. That was the most beautiful, earth-shattering thing
2: ever. Beautiful, Mary, I love you. Is there anything that I can do for you? And Mary looks up at him and she goes,
1: Mr. Gates? Oh, oh my God!
2: <laughs> and hanging out with the guys, and right? Another right. Part, yeah. Another part where she's intimate with Will, and that whole you know they're making the decision to stay or go, and she's not the defining factor in him wanting to leave. It it didn't. I, like like we said in another podcast, it needed a little salt. It needed a little seasoning yeah. to it. Yeah. It was like something was missing. Where is the lemon pepper at? I don't know where it is, <laughs> but they need to sprinkle this with something else. Even her tears were like, "Eh, I re- I see you crying, but yeah, I can yeah. see why." Will stage, you're not <laughs> a really you you're not you're not convincing. Your tears don't move me. So I get it. I get it. She had. She had those times. It was up and down, but like as far as like introducing your girl to your boys, she killed it. She killed it in those scenes. It's right. just when, that-
3: she, when she when she was at the L Street Tavern and she told her joke about Maddie and Patty or yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was that was. She was at home, and you finally believed it because I think for a lot of it, I didn't believe the relationship. It's like, okay, she's a blue blood from England who's here at Harvard. She's going to be a surgeon. What what is she slumming with this guy for? Right. I mean, you know, she's at the dog track and she's having a good time, but she's kind of waving his cigarette smoke away. Like you can tell, she doesn't like that. And it's it's like, well, is this just a novelty? You know, and he, I think he even says that to her. You know about mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, "What is your obsession with this money or whatever?" But
2: they could have yeah, got she, just a little more. Well, ninety seven. Yeah. I'm looking it up now. They had like Joe Joey Lauren Adams from Chasing Amy. Yeah, like she could have been Skyler. uh, Banona Ryder, uh, like you said, uh I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nev Nev, have, Nev Campbell. Couldn't have been Angelique Jolie. Couldn't have been that. <laughs> <laughs> not not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. No. Not yet. So uh I've picked out since this movie came out in ninety seven, there were two two things that didn't age well in this. Uh the first one with guard as like the lecherous teacher. Yeah. And then the second one, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein's the Harvey Weinstein yeah. production. Now, mm. this is now this is a funny story that Affleck and I, I don't know if it's true but they put its on Wikipedia. So it might be true. But Affleck and Damon, they put a scene where Chucky and Will yes. uh, were, were, were kissing in the first part of the script. And they sent it out to everybody. And the only person that commented on it was Weinstein because he's the only one that read the script.
3: That's right. They, wow. These, it was a, it was an oral sex scene. Oh, well, and, OK, OK. And, he's, oh, wow. and, he's, and, and he said, I don't understand this between Will and, and, and Chucky. And he goes, we put it in there to see if directors actually read it and producers actually read it. And you're the only one who brought it up. That is cool. I thought that that yeah. was very, cool.
2: very it, cool. It's
3: so it's so hard because he's such a a, a, a criminal, such a predator. Mm. But if he did not believe in this movie, it was not going to get made. Or if it got made, it was only going to be made with stars, you know, mm-hmm. with with, with, right. with DiCaprio and these guys. And he believed in it, and he bought it. And the the only reason why he bought it was because Kevin Smith brought it to him, uh, because th- their their original studio, I think it was Castle Rock or somebody, yeah, uh, like wanted x amount of money for it, and and nobody wanted to buy it. They were going to make it with with other stars. They weren't going to let them be attached to it. And and Weinstein, if it weren't for Weinstein, it never would have been made. But, man, what a, yeah, what a horrible human being. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like God.
2: Some of the best things yeah. we enjoy,
3: I made know, about
2: horrible people.
3: People, right?
2: Yeah. Weinstein, R. <laughs> R. Kelly, all yeah, of yeah. Just gotta at a point, you just gotta separate. Okay, you're bad as a person, yeah. but your your work is wonderful. All yeah. right, so go to jail. And enjoy that, yeah. but we're going to keep your work over here. We're going. Yes. We're not going to. We're not going to frown upon it, and we're not going to throw it away. Because I will. N- I refuse to not watch Goodwill Hunting or I, listen to
3: RK. Right, straight. right. I don't. I don't mean to belabor the point, but to go back to 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 uh, Lembo.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Like like when when he's waiting for Will and Will is in with George Plimpton uh, for oh, yeah. that <laughs> psychological evaluation. Yeah, and, and Skarsgård has this really attractive girl sitting on the floor next to him outside the office, and he says a symphony is, uh, or something is like a symph- or a good math problem is like a symphony. It's very erotic. Mm-hmm. And she goes, wow. And it's like, why is this girl sitting there? And like, <laughs> what is happening? Why right. Why does this guy have a groupie? You know? yes. Like, right, yes.
2: It's so stupid. It's stupid, but it's true, because we've all seen those yeah. professors that have that yes. following. Oh, without you know, a doubt. Definitely, <laughs> but... Uh, and yeah. I don't know why all those professors always have a scarf. They always have. Yes, yeah, they always Good, wear a scarf. Always wear, wear a long scarf, and they and they walk around with with a blazer, and and they don't wear a tie. Too. Yeah. That yeah. Guy. Anyway, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. So, do you guys think this movie should have, could have, or should have
3: a sequel? No, no, no. And 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 if you. I mean, like you don't want to do, know what happened
2: to Will and Skyler, like we're not.
3: Uh, no, I know. No. I want to. I want to leave it up. It, like it's almost like, and I haven't watched the end but I did see one of your comments. But it's like the many saints in Newark. Oh, that's
1: like trash. I don't.
3: I don't want to know if if Tony lived or died. You know, in the Sopranos, I want that to live on in my in my brain of how I think it happened. And so, like, with this, I don't think I need – I don't need any more closure. I don't need to see these guys in their 50s, uh, you know, for, or late 40s or whatever.
1: Uh, um,
3: and, and if you if you know, like, if you, when they've talked about the script originally, when they originally wrote the script, it kind of, like, went off the rails in terms of they got forced to work for the federal government, and then it kind of became an action thriller. And, and I think it was Weinstein or somebody said, no, 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 the story not, ends with him going to see the girl, you know, like –
2: it was a uh, what's his name Rob Reiner Reiner from California Reiner Rock. Reiner yeah. right, right
3: right and he said he said look like you, you know I I just don't want to get into that like if Will's been like if if Will's been working for the NSA or whatever you know if he ends up with some think tank or something I I don't need to see it okay. Yeah Did they're you, trying to make it merge into uh
2: what it is born, born, yes, born. born. yeah <laughs> right right <laughs> well, yeah I, was... <laughs> I know what happened to him. he became born Yeah he became born Jason <laughs> <laughs> Boyd yeah. I, Doug, remember the, when they asked him, uh, the question is, why shouldn't you work for the NSA? And then he comes with that dope answer. What did I think? I'm holding out for something better.
0: I figure, fuck it, while I'm at it, why not just shoot my buddy, take his job, give it to his sworn enemy, hike up gas prices, bomb a village, club a baby seal, hit the hash pipe, and join the National Guard. I could be elected president.
2: The script is awesome. They, I see why they won the Oscar for screenplay. Absolutely. Like the screenplay is. The writing is incredible. Yeah, the writing is totally incredible. Like it's a, it's just such a, a well written, well done movie. So you say no sequel at all? Not uh, for me. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Well, you already know my stance on sequels. Period. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this if it's good, let enjoy the meal. And maybe come back to the restaurant another time. But don't don't say, hey, bring me another plate of that. Not be miserable after that. No. <laughs> but I feel I feel like if they did it now, like if it was if it was made this year and it was as successful as it was, there would have been spin-offs. There would have been sequels. There would have been that, ne- yeah. Netflix series. There would have been like Chucky and the Boys back yep. in Boston. Like it would have right. been like I, I would sign up for that now. If you wanna, you know, I would love to see. What, what happened when Will left? Like, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Now, okay, well, Chris, on our podcast, we, we get ratings for, for movies, right? We do a full tank of gas, half tank of gas, fourth of a tank of gas, and empty. Kind of know what you're going to do in this film. Yes, what
3: would you, you do. What,
2: what, what would you rate this one?
3: That's a full tank of gas. Lamar. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I, yeah, I go
2: full tank of gas. And, uh, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> yes, yes. What about you, Alex? Well, what do you got? I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go so far as the <laughs> extra tank. Yes, but... you would. Yes, you would. Yes, you no, would. No, 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 no. <laughs> you already know, about What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and make my engine run good by putting a full tank of 93 in there. I'm not gonna put. <laughs> I'm going high put, octane. Okay. I'm okay. going high octane. I'm gonna make my engine run smooth and might put a little gas treatment in there just just <laughs> to be safe. Just to be safe. But it, it is a full tank movie. It takes you through a full gambit of emotions. It pulls you in as a, as a viewer to the point where you feel like you've you're you're in there, like you're with them for that. So it's a full tank of gas, ninety three, with some gas treatment. So it was it was a great film. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, since we it's unanimous on that. We we like to do what we call a Mount Rushmore. So since this is like Chucky and Will's movie, we want to say a Mount Rushmore or Buddy Films. So, Alex, what's your Mount Rushmore, your top four? Top four. First one, gotta be bucket list. Bucket list with um, Morgan Freeman and Nicholas, Jack Nicholas. That's one. Second one, gotta be Juice. The whole crew coming up <laughs> together. Juice is like one of the best uh, uh, buddy films for me, even though one of the buddies wanted to kill all the other buddies. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm scared of Tupac in that movie, for real. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as buddy films are concerned, hilarious buddy film is got to be um, Harold and Kumar with the two <laughs> duet with that. It's yeah, like be, those two you partial to those guys you love them. yeah guys. i love them that i love that <laughs> i love both films like the the white castle one and the, uh escape from guantanamo bay it's it's the <laughs> most those two are hilarious that and I, I i'll give you another one strong film another comedy uh talladega nights will ferrell mm, yes they Nelson always Valley, bring yeah. it man they always bring it whenever they're put together I, i'm i'm there for it so okay those are, 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 are my uh Mount Rushmore's, you're funny, buddy films. Okay, I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna, gonna say the best for last, we'll say Chris for last. But for okay. me, for me, I got it, and I, you guys might fight me on this, but I'm going with Toy Story. Oh, wow, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Buzz and Woody, come on, Buzz now. and Woody, yeah, come on. I, I, I'll ride with you on that, I will ride with you on that, yeah. Going, going, OG, my dad introduced me to this movie. Uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance.
3: Yep. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yes. Please. Yes. Butch Cassidy and Sundance. I ride with Paul Newman's. Uh, he got some great salad dressing. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
2: my third one, and this one, uh, it didn't. It doesn't age well, but for the time, it was funny as hell. I'm going 48 hours. Yep. Yeah. 48 hours, and then a might not age well because this guy, he's on. He might be on that Weinstein list. I'm going with Lethal Weapon. Yes. First, wow, Mel Gibson. Yeah, but the first Lethal Weapon, strong and Mel, Mel mess it up for everybody. But those are my yep. those are my top four.
3: So Ooh. Chris, Chris, what do you that, got? Who? That's a good list. I kind of did about ten and I narrowed it down. So uh, <laughs> Forty Eight Hours of Lethal Weapon are both in my extended list. Okay, okay. I'm going I'm go, all right, but I'm going Goodwill Hunting as yes. one. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. that's fair. Shawshank Redemption 2. Ooh! ooh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean those two guys would have done anything for each other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean he he I, he rode a bus to the border and crossed the border as a as a escape as a as a guy breaking parole. That's yeah, pretty yeah. strong, right? That's a yeah, Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, I gotta narrow this down. All right. So <laughs> I love I love the hangover. Yes. I, I know it's very polarizing and probably couldn't get made in the same way today, but I just think that that, that dynamic was outstanding with the nerdy dentist and the yeah. crazy Alan. Uh, so I love the hangover. Yeah. And all right, what am I going to put for my number four? Number four. Um, dumb and Dumber.
1: Yes. Dumb and Dumber.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I lean towards comedy and. If, if I'm not quoting Goodwill Hunting, then my brother and I are quoting Dumb and Dumber. So I'll go with that. Mm. That's fair. Strong list.
2: Strong list. Strong Thank list. you. Thank you. Uh, guys, I almost forgot. There's one category we forgot, and I want to get it before we go. We, uh, we leave for Goodwill Hunting, best line. Ooh. Give me your best line from Goodwill Hunting. I'm going to give you mine, and so y'all can jump in. My best line is
0: Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? Yes. It's
3: iconic.
2: To this day, like, yep. I'll, yes, that's, yeah, yeah. You like so, apples? You like I what? Got a, <laughs> what? I got a number. I got a number. <laughs> How you like, like those apples? Yeah, and I love the fact that, that was he, did, he did it from the guy's point of view. So you're hearing it through the glass. Like, that's yep. a, a little thing, but to because you could have just done like just the little things like that just set it off. So that's my favorite line in this movie. Favorite line in this movie, what you got? Well, Boy you I'm already so well. Thinking, yeah. Well, you already know it's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. your fault. It's not your fault. It that line is so strong. If you if you're a Family Guy head like I am, they did it in Family Guy,
3: and I cried last. Yes.
1: <laughs> I, I,
3: I <laughs> I I thought I was the only one I Tebow Family Guy every week. My, my college roommate wrote on Family Guy for several years. <laughs> oh, and, wow. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So I am a huge fan. Yes. Stewie. Yeah. It's not your fault. What? It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. I know. No, Stewie. Stewie. It's not your fault. Don't do this to me, man. Not you, man. It's not your fault. Screw you. Cut it out, man. It's not your fault.
1: why is it so hard
3: that that was amazing so you know they make references to a
2: lot of well it's it's quahog it's it's the whole boston new england experience in that area so when they did that and i was like now i'm backtracking because i just recently watched goodwill honey so when I said, oh, that's the that's the thing that was on Family Guy. So they made it. I watched the I saw the Family Guy version of it. And when I saw it, I didn't get caught up in the emotion. I just bust out and started laughing.
3: It finally made I, sense.
2: Because it made yes. me it made me like, and like, oh, that's where they get it from. So it was like it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And people just break down and start crying. It's hilarious. But yeah, that, that line, it's not your fault. Oh, cool. okay. What about you, Chris? What's your All name? right.
3: So, so Probably the most quotable line for me and my brother is when they go to the Harvard bar and Will has to step in to to stop Chucky from the uh, from the Michael <laughs> Bolton clone or whatever. That's and, my
2: guy from Oz. I remember him. Yeah.
3: Right, right. And and Will says, um, "See, the sad thing about uh, see the sad thing about a guy like you is, in fifty years, you're going to start doing some thinking on your own, and you're going to come up with the fact that there are two certainties in life." One, don't do that. And two, you dropped 150 grand on a fucking education you could have got for
0: a fifty in late charges at the public library. Yes,
1: right. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And,
3: my, and, and I'll tell you this to this day, it frustrates the hell out of my wife or my mother that if I ever say, well, two things, <laughs> or, or my brother says two things, the first thing we always say is don't do that.
1: Okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and, and they go, all right, all right, what's the other thing or whatever? So that's that's pro- I think that's the most quotable one. And if I had an honorable mention, son of a bitch, he stole my line. Yes, he leaves him when he leaves the letter in the, in the mailbox, right? Know. Yeah, they
2: said that Robin ad libbed that part,
3: yeah,
1: what? right? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I thought that that was that was awesome. Yeah, you guys you have yeah. some great lines in this movie, like I said, see why I was why I won for great best screenplay for sure, mm, yeah, for sure. Well, hey, Chris, we really appreciate you coming, yeah, Robin, brother. Like, it was a good time. It was a wicked awesome time. We
3: really did
1: it. <laughs> it was wicked awesome. Yeah. It's, a I, it's, it's, it's a hopper. It's a hopper.
3: I, I, I had a hey. Those commercials were among the best I've ever seen at capturing the accent. And now Man. the Sam Adams guy, your cousin from Boston. I Stay love it. Right? right. <laughs> yes. Hilarious. That guy is fantastic. But it, it really is a big honor for you guys to have me on and have me talk about this. I'm a big fan of the pod. I'm a big fan of you guys. And so, um, thank you so much for including me. No worries. Like, dude, you welcome back anytime.
2: Anytime you see something on the horizon you want to do, just shout out. We'll have you back for sure.
3: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right. All All right. right. Thanks.